This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler. And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we go to the movies. And no one joins us on the show. Woo! Woo! These are some of I wasn't our, sure when you were going to stop talking about our how lonely we are. Amazing show we're doing today. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Teresa, how are you? Um, I'm good. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to feel good. Like until for I, the next three until years, until I get this baby out of me <laughs> forever, for but the I'm rest fine. of your life. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. We are. Um, we're in moving hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I don't think I have provided myself with the most relaxing environment or universe mm-hmm. for these final. To like nurture your unborn <laughs> child <laughs> into fine, the world, right? <laughs> uh, so, so I'm really feeling good about that. But I did actually last week's show was on siblings, mm-hmm. and I realized in in going back to the show and editing it that we talked a lot about like baby siblings and like sort of the 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 question of how do siblings affect each other as children and as a mom, what can you do or should you do or any of that kind of stuff. And I realized that what I left out was some of the perks of a sibling, especially once you're older. Because again, and I just wanted to comment on it. And that was basically, you know, I don't know if anybody survives the the, the young years mm-hmm. uh, of having a sibling. But, you know, my sister and I have become much closer and much better friends as adults which has been really nice. And yeah. I think that tends to happen for a lot of people, you know, with siblings. Mm-hmm. And there are great perks like your sibling <laughs> coming out and helping you with your move. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so that's actually, you know, things have been pretty stressful. And and out of the blue, she called the offer coming from New York uh, out to California to help get the house settled since it's really hard for me to do anything. And uh, despite my mental uh, image of myself that I can still do everything at full speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so she's going to come out and she's got a real gift for that kind of thing. And I'm going to take advantage of it. That's great. Yep. Yeah, my brother came out when we moved and just helped like lift yeah. stuff. Isn't that nice? It was great. It's just nice to have stuff lifted. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, held. <laughs> Screws put in. <laughs> things put away. She was like... I really like putting things away. And I'm like, I know you do. She's also really good. That's really nice because I feel like the unpacking is definitely more annoying than the packing. Oh, yeah. Packing, just dump it so in a box. So she wants to help with the unpacking she wants to help and the putting with the away. Unpacking. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, it, and she, she is actually really good at it. Cool. And uh, so that's nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You want to hear something really annoying? All white speech. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it this? What is that? Just What's an annoying that? sound. Oh, yeah. That was pretty annoying. It kind of sounded like the bathroom fan in our downstairs bathroom. And I was like, have you been listening to our downstairs bathroom? I am all the time. Just there. Um, so 
like a while back, I talked about how Simon was doing this thing where this was seriously like, I don't know, four or five months ago where he would go like, no, yes, no, yes. All right. Change his mind back and forth. Well, this has returned Uh, recently, but it's like a whole new level of it. I don't know what the fuck is going on with him <laughs> but like this is the the example that is most driving me insane is um he's he goes to bed at night in his crib like yeah. no problem and just we say good night we were like good night i love you whatever we have a little bit <laughs> good night slam See ya. <laughs> and um he goes to bed but um recently he's started using like more of like a cover and a mm. pillow yeah. a little bit and so i'll be like do you want me to cover you and he'll be like yes and i'll cover him and then every once in a while like five minutes later he'll be like can you cover me again and yeah. i'll go back in and cover him up well, last over this past weekend, like last couple of days, he's doing this thing where he's like, "Can you cover me?" And then I come in, I come in, and he goes, "Don't cover me. Would you walk away? Would you walk away?" And I go, "Okay." And I leave. And then he goes, would you cover me? Would you cover me again? And then I come back in. And then he goes. Would you not cover me? And he's kind of starting to laugh because he yeah, thinks it's funny. He's being a but dick. but he's pissed off too. Yeah. So he's like he's upset, but he's kind of amused. So he's yeah. Would you, would you walk away? Would you walk away? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm never coming back ever, <laughs> ever. Mommy, <laughs> mommy's going to get a pack of cigarettes. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, and so I yeah, I ended up just obviously very quickly coming to the realization, well, I'm definitely not going to be doing this going yeah. back and forth thing. Like, that's not <laughs> happening. So I just said, no, you know, I'm not going to cover you. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to cover you. But then he like had to scream about how I wasn't covering sure. him for I don't even know how long. Yeah, I but lost he probably won't do it the next night. He didn't do it the next night, but then, you but taught him. But he's doing it with other stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah. An he's example. Just with That's you. one way How that he did it. How old is he right now? He's just turned two like a month ago. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. He's yeah. almost yeah. He's he just turned two like almost two months ago. I remember when Katie Bell got into the weird like into a weird mode of like pushing <laughs> and like doing like just becoming kind of a an asshole. Yeah, and she she never had the terrible twos. Her uh-huh. threes were like total. Dick year, the threes. And that's when she started pulling it. And because it comes kind of comes out of the blue. Yeah. Because it know, catches you off guard. So at first you're so you're innocently like, of course I'll come cover you. Sure, not no a big problem. deal. <laughs> <laughs> she like, and you're like still and like trust, trust me, you'll get to a place real fast where it's like you you'll come you'll come to the yeah. land of biz with the you've got two choices. Yeah. You can be covered right now, yeah. or you can cover yourself. Yeah. But I will not come back in it. here. Yeah. Then, what's your choice? <laughs> like, Mama's gonna go put the headphones on. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. It's I, really yeah, fun. Good. Yeah. That you nailed the timing on that. Thank you. That's gonna be really great. It's gonna be so. It's fun. gonna time out because you know what you probably like doing <laughs> this stage of pregnancy is just getting up and down. Oh, I love getting up and getting down. Getting up and down is the best. <laughs> moving. Moving is great. Leaning into things. Okay, one last thing. One last thing on our little opening topic here. And that is, again, there's a lot of things I'm like, eh, fuck pregnancy. Life is hard. You just kind of get over yeah. the things that are, like, awkward and horrible about it. Yeah. 
But I really wish there was a grocery cart that had uh-huh. a wider, high-up yes. basket. Yes. I try and get as much in. Or like a little a little curvature anything, for your belly. Just anything. Yeah. Because like the yeah. anything I put in the like the where you would put your kid. Yeah. That is, which there was a horrible day. I took Katie Bell to the store and she actually wanted to ride in the basket. And I put her in and she was too fucking big. And oh, I was like, yeah. I see people me. putting them in I the did, basket. I did. And I was like, done. Yeah. In the basket. Did she do it? Oh, yeah. She oh, okay. loved that. But. But then you there's no room for food. <laughs> they have to like hold the <laughs> food. She's just like eating the, a salami. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, the kid likes salami. But there's a, uh, you know, every, I try and get as much as I can in there, but it's yeah. always the fucking cans of cat food or whatever. And you're uh-huh. just like, or the yogurt. You know, like the small things where yeah. you need like 10 of them and they're on the bottom and you're just like, Ow! Bunk. Yeah. Ow. Oh, yeah, every bunk. time you bend over. Yeah, I'm like thinking like about just you. taking two. Two yeah. grocery carts with me and just being that jerk. Or putting them in bags, you know, yeah. like carrying. I don't know, but like really. Yeah. You can't carry a basket because it's too heavy. Yeah, it's too heavy. Yeah, that was the New know. York rule. If you can't carry it around Maybe the store, you can't get it Maybe at this point, you're just supposed to stop grocery shopping and make stuff right. go grocery shopping. Right. <laughs> great. <laughs> Done. I'll just put that in my phone. Um, speaking of great, man, this show. It's going to be good. It's going to be our most influential show <laughs> we've done yet. We are going to talk about today babies and moms in movies. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Moms and babies in movies. Yeah. We worked really hard on this. Yes, we did. We, hours and hours. hours of research. We watched, God, how many was it? <laughs> okay, we only actually sat down and watched two movies. <laughs> that was really hard to schedule, However, guys. you know what? It was hard to schedule. <laughs> it was. Um, we're busy ladies. Um, but, I mean, if you think about it, we are bombarded, that's the word people always use, mm-hmm. with these uh, moms, women, babies, children, uh, images and concepts throughout mm-hmm. popular culture yes. every day yes. since we were children. Yes. So I don't think we so were really, kind of experts yeah, on it. I think probably <laughs> probably everybody is an expert on it. But we extent. did choose two movies in particular mm-hmm. that we thought went great together <laughs> great together and really we we thought were the two that like to be honest i do think that like when you tell people you're pregnant i yeah. swear these are like the first two things that people that come out of people's mouths oh okay i, I do like oh yeah. did you see yeah um what to expect when you're expecting uh-huh right and yeah. my answer is always no yeah so why everybody, would i go see that everybody you're welcome <laughs> Teresa and i Saw that. We saw it so you don't have to. So you don't have to. Um, and then uh, the other was The Business of Being Born. Yeah, that's the one I constantly get people I get that one saying, a lot. have you seen it? And last time when I was pregnant, I felt really guilty that I hadn't seen it, but I was kind of scared <laughs> to see it. And this time I was like, bring it on. I think this one came out. When did the, when did the Business of Being Born come out? Uh, 2010. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it was right after both of these movies came out after I had Katie Bell. 2009, 2008. Yeah, the only thing that came out, I don't remember that one. 
when mm-hmm. I was pregnant with Katie Bell. The only thing that was out when I was pregnant with Katie Bell was babies. Oh, right. Where, yeah. you know, it's like, look, you can raise a baby in a bucket. <laughs> I was like, and your baby's fine. That, bu- that baby's getting licked by a cow out in the middle of the field. But yeah. that baby's in a sterile Japanese apartment. You know, and yeah. I was looking, everybody's baby's yeah. fucking fine. I, I didn't watch it because I kind of got the gist of it. Yeah, I feel, and I feel like people who saw it told me that if you saw the trailer, you basically saw, saw the, the movie. movie. <laughs> I just, uh, although I did hear there's a baby like tied to a rope in the front yard like all day, good, which I thought was pretty good. interesting. So that sounds good. I know. Sounds like a good parenting tip. I know. So the first one we went, the first one we saw was what to expect when you're expecting, mm-hmm. which to me, when people suggest it. To you, it's sort of like when I say, oh, I'm from Alabama, and everybody's like, did you see Sweet Home Alabama? (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't see that. You know, but like, (laughs) there's something, sometimes I'm like, is pregnancy and being from the South almost the same fucking thing? Like, did you see it? It's you. And I feel like that's what it's like, what to expect. It's a little like, did you see it? It's about pregnant people. Yeah. It's about women who are pregnant. Yeah. yeah. But I think Teresa and I both kind of agree that that movie was not. It was not about about being pregnant really at all. It was like it was about like didn't it just sort of feel like they were like, I know we'll have a couple for every type of person that decides to have a baby, except and that way everybody t- <laughs> can find someone that they relate to. Right. Except then we didn't relate to, to any, any of, of them. them. All right, so there was the first twenty minutes of the movie was completely unnecessary. Yeah, as you see people not pregnant. Yep, and then discovering that they're pregnant. The movie could have started and when like, everybody discovered yep. they were pregnant. Yeah. So you had the uh, Cameron Diaz mm-hmm. character. Who is sort of the like Jillian Michaels from The Biggest Loser? Like, so she's really fit, she's really in shape, she's really assertive. She's like, you know, she makes all the decisions, and it's like, you know, she winds up getting pregnant from a guy that she's seeing. I mean, they're kind of in a serious relationship, but they aren't married yet, and then they're eventually going to get married or mm-hmm. whatever. But that's like, but they're both like high powered. But they're both like high powered career based careers. Yes, image based yeah. people. So you had her. Mm-hmm. I did not relate to her. Didn't really relate to her, no. No. And it was like Teresa and I both getting very distracted by her plastic surgery work or yeah. something where we were yeah. just like. We are like, she looks too weird. What is wrong with her face? <laughs> uh, like, I swear her body never changed throughout the whole pregnancy. Yeah. Two, there was the, who was the woman? Elizabeth. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks, who I guess is supposed to. So I really to, like. Yeah, I like her. But like her character, I think, was supposed to be like. The rest of us, yeah, like she, but like it, but the rest of us meant anything that might have to do with having a baby. I'll get shoved in one person. Like she yeah. could barely, she you know tried forever to get pregnant, couldn't get pregnant. Yeah, you know, got drunk, finally stopped trying, got drunk one night and totally got pregnant. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's everybody. Yeah. And then, and then she, didn't love pregnancy. Like ended yeah, and up she, not like, feeling perfect during her pregnancy, even though of course she's a movie star and she's still she looked beautiful. <laughs> really even, good. Like at the end, they're like, we got to do something. They're like, we'll just have her not straighten her hair. And, yeah. And we'll put some. We'll put less makeup on her. And she actually kind of looks still great. Looks great. Like it was she still like, looks great. She's uh, supposed to look like just completely 
like disheveled into like right. like she's totally given up. She's in sweats and stuff. Except, but except it's like none of it's like yeah, but it's a lot of her like, so. we're like, oh, I feel so bad. Yeah. I'm gonna lay on my back. Bullshit! You're not gonna lay on your back because that fucking hurts. You don't lay on your back. You can't. It's impossible. You know, like. She's like kind of eating junk, but she's not eating junk. She's yeah. like kind of, you know, and she pees herself all the time. Yeah, it's which like we both thing. had a thing about. Because that was like the chosen, thing. hilarious, gross pregnancy thing that happened yeah. to her, which I'm sure does happen to people, yeah. but th- it doesn't happen to either of us. And so we were both just kind of like, what? Like, Why what is this so thing? much peeing? And it, by the, by the like, fifth time she talked about peeing herself, I'm like, you should really have a change of clothes with you. Yeah. This shouldn't be, like, catching you off guard all the time. Right. You know? And then, like... There's, you know, and we'll talk more about, like, what happens to her when she gives birth that, like, really pissed us off. So then her husband, like, has apparently has serious issues with his dad, who's married a younger woman, who's, like, Mm -hmm. younger than all the women, basically, in the movie, who's magically gotten pregnant herself with twins. And, like, every she I guess she's supposed to be the comedy, like, everything's super easy for her. Mm -hmm. Like, even with twins, she never looks different. Like she's, she's like, super su- happy the whole time. Super happy, super horny, super yeah. everything. Like yeah. you know, I believe her like delivery was she like, sneezed. Yeah, she's you sneezed. know, and like she's wearing like really sexy laundry yeah. while she's giving <laughs> like, birth, and then she's just like, oh, there's there's, there's my the babies. babies. <laughs> yeah, and then there's which was actually kind of funny. It, it was, was just it was just kind of weird because like the rest of the characters, you got the feeling were supposed to be real, and they weren't right. So like <laughs> she just seemed as real as everybody else yeah, in the movie. Totally. Like, I was like, I guess that's true for some people. Yeah. Uh, then there is what's her then name? Then there's what's her name? Super sexy J Lo. Oh, I forgot about her. J J Lo. She's married. Uh-huh. Uh, but they can't have a baby, so they're going to adopt a baby from Africa yep. or somewhere. Yeah. And that happens really Ethiopia, fast. Ethiopia. Ethiopia. That's going to happen really fast. But Jayla was really distracting because she's too sexy. She as was usual. too good looking. Like, there's like one scene. I was like, I just can't. Like, she's Jayla. She's like, no one else other than Jayla. And I can't. Like, I'm sitting here feeling miserable and pregnant watching this movie. And I swear at one point in time, she walks up behind her husband, leans up against his chair. Like, just to talk. It's like a yeah. casual, hey, honey, let's look yeah. at that couch on the internet or whatever. I mean, it's supposed to be, like, that casual. Yeah. But she, like, leans forward and, like, arcs her back. It's not like anybody like, can see her. her sexy her ass booty is in out. The, yeah, the, the butt's in the air. And they, like, zoom out so that you can get a you get whole, whole good picture of... But no one's looking at her. Like, it's not like she's, like, her husband can see her. No. Anybody can, like... No, it's for us. It was for well, us. thank you. <laughs> I felt really great. And then... <laughs> I didn't care about them at all. And then there's, like, the just out of, you know, kind of high school, college age girl. Yeah, which... She has, like, the one-night stand with the guy that, you know, they kind of dated in high school a little bit, you know, uh, very casual. And she gets pregnant. Mm -hmm. But Teresa and I found her and the dude, like, really uninteresting in general. And, again, found very little to connect yeah. With them. Yeah. And she, like, pretty much immediately has a miscarriage, like, a couple of months in. Yeah. It's, like, far enough along for them to have been, like, getting really sweet and close and, like, he's really supportive. And they're excited. And they're excited. And then she miscarries. And 
I felt like there was like a lot of like weird punishing happening in this movie. Like it was a lot of like, oh, young people get married, like young people have sex and get pregnant. And then we don't get to like, that's actually the most interesting relationship and dynamic in my opinion in that movie. Yeah. And it was also, it was also one of the worst depictions of a miscarriage that I have ever seen. Like (laughs) it was like, everything's great. And then all of a sudden she wakes up in the middle of the night and looks down and she's bleeding and they run to the hospital and she had a miscarriage. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people have miscarriages like that. Mine was not anything like that, like remotely (laughs) like that. Something's wrong. Yeah. I just was like, what? Yeah. And then she refuses to talk to the guy the whole time, but never explains herself, which just like became really annoying in the movie. Like he's trying really hard to speak to her and be supportive. And I'm like, fine, once or twice. Yeah. You want to ignore him or like push him away. Yeah. But Jesus, every time in the movie. Like, so like she, like, I thought that was like uninteresting and unrealistic. Mm-hmm. None of these people connected. It was like watching four little separate sort of movies yeah. that were all uninteresting at the same time. Well, it was let's let's it was a bad movie, but let's talk about like w- let's talk about like what it was trying to say about what was it trying about to say? like families and women. Like, do you know what oh, I'm saying? I'll tell you. Like, well, I'll tell you what it said about okay. women. And once again. Okay. There's a great scene in it where they're a group of dads, like some of yeah, the dads. Yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, too. so yeah. some of the there was like one of the dads, the J Lo's husband, who's going to become an adoptive father, goes to the park to like hang out with these dads that he knows. They're like it's like a four dads, like Chris Rock, like all these people and their babies, and they're clearly they like get together every day to go walk the babies and give their wives time and you know all this stuff and and to like. Bond and, and be, so bond. be supportive of each other, and and that's just it. They're it's like their group of men, yeah. dads supporting each other. Yep, uh, making jokes, making jokes, uh, saying there's no judgment here, admitting fails, admitting fails, a ton of fails. Yeah, you know, it's this whole thing that like I feel like should be the message to moms. Yeah. I mean, because even the dads, so, like, they do all the things that we would like. No judging, laughing, yeah. having a good time. Letting Lo- like, ki- love their kids, but love not. Love their kids, but like, can say shit about their kids. Yeah. And yeah. the whole, like, dynamic of relationships and yeah. like, trying to do this. And then, you know, it's still, you never get that from the women at no. all in this. None of these no. women talk to other pregnant women in this movie. No, except to, like, be judgy and weird. Yeah, like except Elizabeth to be... Banks and the sister-in-law or whatever yeah. have that, like, weird interaction where she's like, oh, you're perfect, and I'm and I'm, I'm, not... I'm not super comfortable right now. Yeah, I have gas. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Like, so that was really irritating. Yeah. I thought that was a bad it was message. Like, I felt like it was, like, stolen from us. It like, was. I was, like, like, I was like, oh, they, like, needed, they needed, like, some more dad characters in this movie so that there would be something for the guys who get forced to come along with their girlfriends to see this movie or whatever. Yeah. And so they just, like, made those characters into men or something. Yeah, it was and like, they, once again, it was like, look how cool it was dads like the get only, to be. Yeah, it was, like, the only interesting, funny, funny. part. Like, the other thing that I think they did that made me crazy was, like, I never saw anybody just, like, being sad or weird yeah. or truly believably uncomfortable. or Like, there's one scene where, like, Cameron Diaz is just, like, eating a banana. Yeah. And she really should, like, she never, like, she like she's supposed to be, like, the athlete or whatever, but she never struggled. Like, you never saw these characters struggling with 
having this baby, they're life changing. There yeah. are a lot of things that we've talked about on the show that just start to feel like they're out of your control a little bit. Yeah. Like I just was like, if you're gonna have this character, like the Cameron Diaz characters, that's the perfect exercise weight. Yeah. You know, watching Guru. Yeah. It would have been interesting to see her struggle with that. Yeah. But she like never struggled with that, according to the show, except right at the end, right before uh, she's like. You know, confronting a contestant on her show who mm-hmm. happens to be the husband of Elizabeth Banks, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. The only time these movies cross, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, cross each other. He's like got this crazy dessert thing or chili dog, or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my God, that really looks good. And then they just move on. And yeah, like, no... I'm like, eat it, rip yeah. it out of his hand and shove it in your mouth or like order five or yeah. something. Like... Yeah. And it was like they, they just were like, uh, we suggested about that, but we're just going to not go there. Well, I like, feel like there was, was a lot weird. of punishing too. Like the moment she was like, oh my God, that looks so good. I want it. Mm-hmm. She like collapses and oh, right. has to be stuck on bed rest. Oh, that's right. Right? You also didn't see any of the women like connecting in a positive yeah. way with their pregnancy either. Like it's kind yes, of like you lost both sides. Like yeah. you got, you kind of got left with nothing because the only time you saw somebody like really loving the experience or doing well was that like weird fake character who was just like I almost don't even know I'm pregnant because I'm just having such a great Great time time. and so like there was no there was also no there was nothing good there was never I don't think there's a single scene of like feeling the baby move rubbing the belly or or anybody like laying up against the baby belly or like or or even like I mean it was just like it just totally like took away any of the like (laughs) joy positive or negative humanity of the experience which is kind of an amazing accomplishment considering it's a movie about having babies well yeah and then like what i think made me crazy and i think this will tie in well to what to the other movie we saw was they all go into labor they're all somehow in atlanta they all go in to have birth at the, give birth at the same time and the elizabeth banks character who like wants to do it naturally mm-hmm. gets like halfway into it and is like you give me the fucking drugs yeah and i was like all right give her the drugs mm-hmm. the moment she has the drugs Emergency section, everything's gone horribly wrong, and not only emergency section, she almost hemorrhages. She almost hemorrhages. So fuck you, pain relief. You know what I mean? Like everybody else, like at you, I have a baby, or I'm Cameron Diaz, and I'm strong enough to have this baby. Yeah, all this shit. Like J Lo's off in like wherever the fuck she is, like passing a candle and shit. Like (laughs) every other parent waiting to get their baby is just expressionless and you know, and white. I think. I mean, there's like J Lo and her husband, whose accent keeps changing throughout the whole movie, which is also also really annoying, very distracting. Like, but then the Elizabeth Banks again, supposed to be everyone. Not only can she not conceive right and she finally can conceive she also gets all the quote-unquote worst elements of pregnancy and then she does the one kind of human thing of asking (laughs) for drugs in the middle of this moment that's normal for a lot of women and almost dies right this isn't even like funny yeah it's not even what was there for us in this it didn't feel like there was any point (laughs) of the movie it didn't feel like there was a real storyline it didn't feel again the most interesting thing were the dads, mm-hmm. and so go fuck yourself. Yeah, like that <laughs> just made me so angry. Um, so once again, moms, yeah, you get boring. Uh, don't support each other. Yeah, don't laugh about anything. None of it's funny. Mm-mm. And this better be easy, or you'll die. <laughs> we then watched <laughs> a few weeks later. A few weeks later. 
the business of being born. Yeah. Which, to be honest, just to show you like how out of touch I am with anything. Mm-hmm. I was a little like, what is this movie? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is this about? Why is when everybody we, talking about this movie? When like, we it's kept trying really? to decide what we were going to watch, Biz kept saying, like, I feel like everybody keeps saying I should see I think we should see this movie because I feel like I just keep. I and keep I'm like, hearing okay. about it. Bruce is like, <laughs> I know what this is going to be about. And I'm like, a lot of vaginas yeah. is what it was. It was a lot of things yeah. making me uncomfortable. Yeah. You did really well, Thank though. You. I did. You only, like, closed your eyes a few times. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I don't want to see your baby. I don't want to see my baby and coming I was, out. I was, like, so excited <laughs> every like single baby. time a baby came out. It happened, like, six times it's in the movie. It. And I was like, it's happening. And I got so excited. <laughs> There's a baby coming out. And I'm like this. It's happening. There's a baby coming out. And then I was like. Ricky Lake nipples. So, <laughs> so why don't you explain what the okay. movie? I mean, for anybody like, sure. like who's never seen it, who's and, never been like forced it. into a corner at a dinner party, pregnant, and somebody's yeah. been like, "You should really see this movie." I'll just say really quickly because I think I think probably a lot of people are maybe even tired of hearing about this movie already. (laughs) This is this documentary that uh, Ricky Lake made um, when she, I guess, had a very traumatic hospital birth with her first child and decided she wanted to learn more before having her second child and ended up having a home birth, and it was a really great experience for her, and she made a documentary about home births and also, at the same time, about kind of the hospital hospital birth culture Mm -hmm. in America um, and sort of tried to figure out like what was wrong with it, and right. sort of. I think the idea was to show women you can have a birth a different way from right. just going into a hospital and having a doctor tell you how they're going to take the baby out of you. Right, um, and, and that makes it sound. I would have described it <laughs> differently, <laughs> differently. Um, but I guess not. I mean, that that is exactly what it is. You're a hundred percent correct. And I tried to go into it with like a very. I tried to go into it fairly open. Like, I knew it was going to be this. Like, I knew it was going to be, like, have it at home, you know, less medicine, less, you know, all this stuff. And it was, I think I said this, like, halfway into the movie. I said, this is so interesting for me to watch and wrestle with as a feminist. Is like, mm-hmm. Biz the Feminist who's, like, you know, women can do anything, you know, and birth is this, like, really special thing for women mm-hmm. and, like— how empowering to, you know, do it however you want. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, why would I let this hospital, this like man establishment, take this away from me and drug me and like, all, you know, and the, which fights with the other feminist side of, why do I need to, you know, why am I struggling why with this I when suffer? I have things that are available to me right, yeah. to make my life easier? Well, I think those are kind of exactly the two yeah, arguments. That's like, it. They, I think that's it. Yeah. They even talked about in the movie, like, Like, around, like, the 70s and 80s was when, you know, like, women's liberation movement was around, like, coincided with the time when they began offering a lot of great pain medication options. And, like, the epidural, which I guess was kind of a big deal in that, um, you know, you didn't have to get knocked out. It didn't, you know, it, it didn't, like, just totally it didn't just totally put you to sleep or whatever um it's like you know mostly a numbing agent or whatever and so the idea of like yeah we don't have to suffer like right modern medicine or like or like c-sections and stuff like that where Uh i think somebody made the point of like you know like if i you know i am working i do have this business life i do have this you know sort of you know i think it kind of misconstrued the idea of the working woman wanting to schedule her birth you know what i mean but like but I could see that being like an option, you know, and people being mm-hmm. like, well, why, 
why do I have to do this vaginally? And like, mm-hmm. why can't I just have this taken out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this thing taken out. <laughs> but overall, overall, I, I will say anything that was kind of stuck to when they were sticking to the discussion about the history of women giving birth at home, mm-hmm. like at home and doing this thing with a doula or with a midwife or with... You know, like uh, at home or, you know, in the woods or in the water or whatever you want to do. I didn't find that like that. There were no births in the woods. Oh, sorry. I didn't find that that off-putting. For me, it was they kept using a lot of historical footage yeah. <laughs> and oh, pictures so scary and creepy. Of like, this is what midwives look like. And it's like, you know, these like witch-like people. Do you want this delivering your baby? It's like when, you know, they were like trying to, I guess their point was, this is how hospitals, you know, when hospitals came along and, you know, uh, maternity delivery doctors came along, you know, everybody became maternity delivery doctors. So they wanted to, like, convince women to give birth, to in, give birth hospital. in hospital for money, you know, because that gave them work and gave them money. <clears throat> so part of it was this sort of, like, scare campaign about midwives and doulas and, you know, like, uh, having births at home. But it was all, like, <laughs> like that particular part of it, like, I... I got it, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, but that was also, like, a long time ago. Yeah. And. Uh, well, and the, the it, they also had footage of, like, just really scary things scary happening things, to like, women in the 50s, like, getting strapped down. And, and earlier, like, like, back to the 1800s, like, covering your face. Yeah, and, and like, putting them in straight jackets and just really, really disturbing images, I would say. And they kept showing these over and over, and I'm like, okay, that's not what they're doing today. Yeah, yeah. And... They were doing that for most procedures. Yeah, the the pictures and the images that you're showing me are from a time in our history in which we didn't know a lot medically. We were still possibly putting leeches on people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, that was like, no one's putting a bag on my head or tying me down. I think the movie did try to freak you out about hospital births, mm-hmm, which did. was annoying because it was kind of hypocritical because they kept talking about the fear-based culture around right, giving exactly. birth at home yeah. and making women, you know, making women feel that this wasn't a natural thing that their body could right. do and that they needed a doctor to help them, um, which I think is also real. Yeah, I agree. Um, I but, agree. I mean, the, the thing is, is that, like, I mean, there are just tons of stories to people that I know of women who went in and were envisioning some kind of birth mm-hmm. and were pressured in to some oh, yeah. other kind of birth. I mean, that just, it just does happen. It, oh. There's just ton. there are so many. It happened to me. I mean, it's, it's... I have, you know, I have a friend who feels 100% certain that if she hadn't especially hired a midwife to come Mm -hmm. with her to her delivery at her hospital. Right. That without having the midwife there, like, basically fighting for her, she would never have been able to have a vaginal delivery because there were complications. Like, there were just a lot of things going on with her, and the doctor was trying to send her to have a C-section multiple times over hours. And she ultimately was able to deliver vaginally and had a healthy baby and... She's fine. And it was, but she, she told me, you know, if I hadn't have hired this midwife right, and she hadn't have been so amazing, I definitely would have had a C-section, which uh, again, also isn't maybe the end of the world to everybody, but maybe if for you, you, it is important to you, then, you know, these things, you know, it just, it sucks that you have to prepare for this kind of stuff, but you do if you, if you... 
if it matters to you, you do yeah. have to do it. I know. It's a lot of like, I do agree that the, the hospitals do play a lot on, especially first-time mothers. Yeah. You know, fear Fears, and trust. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, with mine... I had only pushed like eight times and they were like, we're getting the back. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I get to push more than eight times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what was yeah. really disturbing was a lot of this movie took place in the hospital oh, that right. I gave birth in. Yeah, yeah, So I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's the hospital that I gave birth yeah. in. And I was like, fuck you, hospital that I gave birth in because there was so much about that. And it was like very New York, which was like... Get in, get out. It was really funny for anybody who has listened to our episode on birth stories and uh, knows Biz's birth story. Like, like it was amazing to watch. It was amazing to watch this documentary in this hospital where it was just like they were just they were just inducing every single woman who was there. Every single woman was being induced, which I was induced, and I was induced. I had shown up at the hospital to be induced because I was so late, and wound up being in labor when I got, like, they were like, oh, you're in labor. And I was like, great. So I don't have to be induced. They're like, no, we're going to induce you. We're going to put the Pitocin in. We're going to, like, do all That's this stuff. That's what we stuff. do here. That's what we do here. I will say I didn't find the experience traumatic. Right. Yeah. But I did walk away from my personal experience being like, I really wouldn't have done the Pitocin. I would have, like, uh-huh. I wish there had been other choices. And I definitely felt that pressure Mm-hmm. To get in and get out. Yeah. And the movie did definitely kind of make me go, oh, you know, I haven't really made the birth plan 100% yet. You know, maybe I would do things differently mm-hmm. this time around. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't feel, the movie didn't scare me for using drugs. Yeah. Again, it didn't. Yeah. I think. <laughs> what about that weird cartoon? Where okay, there's like, except there's... for the one weird cartoon where they're like, Let's show women what it's like to get uh, an epidural. And it's just yeah, like Pitocin. Epitocin. Epitocin. And like this woman just looks. It's the scariest cartoon. So terrifying yeah. and like scary and And sad. her baby is all freaked out ah. and like wigged out. And, <laughs> and they just like keep pumping with Pitocin. Yeah. Pump it with an epidural. Pump it with Pitocin. Pump it with an epidural. Pump it with Pitocin. Pump it with it. I was like, yikes. Yeah. yeah it was and then scary. I will say. Man, it reminded me how interested I might be in a water birth, though. Right? Whoa. Okay. I like. I, I did you, I, that walk really, away for, with that. That crosses into my like. I was telling Teresa like the whole movie is a great serves as a great reminder of how, for whatever reason, I get so wrapped up in like how weird my choice might be, and it gives like so much power to everybody other than me uh-huh. when I do this because uh-huh. I'm like. I was naked anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, but like, but you watch it over and over again in this movie, yeah. and I was like, man, they just slide right out in that water. I know. They're just like, God damn and water it. is really relaxing. I know. And comfortable to be in. Yeah. And the and- moms were like, huh. And then like, boom, <laughs> there's a baby, and then they're holding their baby. I know. And then it's like it's like all soothing with the water, and it's like all in the like water. you're just like it's floating in your own and... It's great. And it just was like so. But I was like, <laughs> I totally felt that. That is interesting. And then that was cool. they don't have tubs at my hospital. I Otherwise, not, I, I would ask, totally. Maybe I'll go stand in the shower. Yeah. You know, why not? Everybody else in the hospital seems to be getting naked. Well, you can stand in the shower, but the thing is where the baby comes out. Because this is the one thing that really, like, bugged me about this movie is that, like, I sort of feel like 
all of the stuff that they're pro in this movie, yeah. I could pretty much do in the hospital, and I pretty much did the first yeah. time. But the only thing is your position for delivery. Like, all the women in this movie were, like, standing. standing yeah. or, or, like, Squatting kneeling. down or kneeling or standing, yeah. And the babies just, like, came out. And I know, <laughs> right? Work. I know. And it makes sense. Yeah. But um, at our hospital, and I think probably at a lot of hospitals, like I think it's pretty rare for them to allow you to do it that way. And my yeah. doula just says that it's because they don't... They you want can't, a baby falling on the floor? Yeah, they don't want the baby falling on the floor. <laughs> exactly. And they don't want to get under there. Whoa, 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 like, whoa. They have to, it's like yeah. awkward for the doctor yeah. to have to like get under you. Yeah. When like if you're up on the bed with your legs... <laughs> Sam, but I'm just like, some of the home birth stuff, I was just like... I gotta eat at that table later. I'm like, I gotta sit on that bed, or I gotta. Why is your kid there? You know what I mean? There's yeah. been a lot of stuff like that. I was just like, that's grandma's good rag. There was also some kind of disappointing, like, lack of partner involvement. And that, that was my you other could big see in the movie away. that you didn't that they didn't address at all. But like the the partner would like kind of be there and like not be participating or doing it, anything, and they was didn't. All about the midwife and the and, and the, the mother. Woman. Yeah. And I almost felt like it was taking away, at least the way they edited the movie, mm-hmm. taking away from the father's or the partner's role. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he was certainly there holding and rubbing, and a couple of them were shirtless, and I was like, ugh, <laughs> ugh so tired of flesh. Uh, I'm like, why are you shirtless, asshole? I'm going to be shirtless. And everybody was like an interracial couple to boot. And I was like, are we only, only people having home birth interracial couples? Like, White dudes and then a variety of multicultural women on the other side of the spectrum. But, like, it was, like, they just, like, never spoke. Like, they never had any input. Like, very rarely I felt like yeah. did they had. And if they did, it was just, like, I just, who knew that you could do this? Yeah. That was, like, pretty yeah. much, like, all they ever said. And I just was, like, this should really be about, because I, I, I go back to, we did a show on... The doula thing. I, we've talked about the doula thing a couple mm-hmm. of times. And you said, I remember, I think I asked you on the show, mm-hmm. well, what's that leave Jesse to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were like, no, no, it actually freed him up to really support me. Yeah. And I thought that was like a really insightful, and I, I really took that to heart, especially after watching the movie and thinking, oh, that that is sort of freeing. Mm-hmm. You know, but... Yeah, which which I like. So I think no you but. just have to have the right doula you have or to have midwife the right. if you're gonna. Yeah, like they, you have to have somebody who under who values that. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. I felt like the could, downside. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just. Well, I just wanted to say. I think a lot. I think there is. I mean, there, I think there's just like a long-standing tradition of women in childbirth, yeah. and like that it is a woman's place, and that even continues today. I mean, it's not. You know, it it really depends on the couple too, like how much right. they want. That. I mean, I have friends who are like, when I have a baby, I don't want my husband there, yeah. and that's their choice. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you don't want that, whatever. I guess that was my thing. Was once again, I'm like so pro your choice. Yeah, in the matter, totally. and I still feel like we haven't nailed a movie yet yeah. that really supports your choice. Like, your own like you're really your own choice, because vision. again, it was one of these things where like. You know, C-section is the devil. You know, drugs are the devil. And there are a lot of women out there who really do get into situations in which they require serious medical assistance. One of the main characters of the movie needed a C-section. The woman making the documentary, yeah, Yeah. wound up having a C-section. And And I thought it was like totally needed. And I thought, Jesus. Yeah. Now you got to go back and talk to Ricky Lake, who spent the whole movie talking about like. 
how traumatic and, and hard and like how yeah. important it was. Yeah. Like she would be robbed. Yeah. Of getting to know the baby with a C like the how C sections just like prevent you from bonding with your kid and like all this shit. Yeah. And then this woman has to have the C section. I really wanted a little more come to God at the end of the movie. Yeah. I really I wanted her to be like, I know. you kind of made me feel like shit. <laughs> and I had no choice or this baby was gonna die. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and, they, and, of course, all the doctors that they picked to be in the movie were, like, <laughs> the worst jerky doctors, like, ever. Like, there was one woman who was a doctor who they only—she only showed up to say, like, really asinine mean things. Like, yeah. she never—she was, like— That she, they clearly hadn't, like, prepped her for it all. Like, they were just, like— What do you think about what home would births? You, yeah, what would you do about a home birth? And she's like, I don't fucking know. Well, I'm, a, like, I don't I'm know. an OB. Like, yeah, I don't, where do they have them? In the bathroom? What do they do? She what? was like, I don't know. I've never been—like, I don't know. But it made her look like a total look, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. I just felt like—to me, it felt like— once again, and this was my takeaway from, like, my birthing classes that I took, too, where mm-hmm. it was just, like, no matter what we try and say, if mm-hmm. it doesn't happen a certain way, then mm-hmm. there's, it's somehow less valid. Right. And, you know, my experience, I went totally medical route. I went totally hospital. I went, you know, the whole nine yards. Did I hate the Pitocin? Yes. Was it, would I consider it the kind of birth that, like, ruined my birth experience? No. Or, yeah. you know... Am I going into my second with the idea of, like, I'll never do it like that again? Mm -hmm. You know, a little smarter, a little wiser. But I don't have these extreme polar feelings about it that I felt like this movie and a couple of other sorts of uh, pro 100% natural, Mm -hmm. you know, movements can make you sort of feel. like sort of like the breastfeeding thing where it's like, yeah, sure, that'd be really great Mm -hmm. for a lot of people if that works out really easily for you. But a lot of people have complications and can't. And then to well, add to their guilt that— It's tricky, though. It's tricky, though, because I think the I think the response from, like, the hospital doctor end is always, but these complications can happen. And it's like they might see a complication when you—when if you pushed against what they're seeing, yeah. maybe it's not actually a, as bad of a complication, or maybe you can work right. through it in these other ways. So I think, like, it sucks because it fundamentally <laughs> sucks because, yeah. like, I think, like, the natural birth movement is doing some of this, like, scare fear right. tactic stuff because— Women are sometimes put in these positions yeah. of having to like fight for and advocate for their own bodies to just yes. give birth the normal way. And like if they and if and so we kind of like have to push that hard. But then on the other hand, right, if you then if then if you if you end up having the interventions or you needed the interventions right. or however you frame or it in your I mind just want or to whatever and have some drugs and have you pull right. my baby out. Right. Then <laughs> then do you have to feel bad? No, nobody yeah. should ever feel bad. You know, I know what I mean? Like it it's just I know why well, well, it just goes back to the whole like you know it's this, <laughs> I hate to compare something like the business of being born with what to expect when you're expecting, but both make me walk away feeling a little like shit for fucking having kids, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or for being a mom mm-hmm. or whatever decision, like I wind up making immediately uh, just goes into a file somewhere mm-hmm. of, oh, was probably a bad decision. Yeah. You know, you should probably throw that decision once or twice. And the last thing I'm going to say about the movie, I mean, overall though, overall though, I thought, it, I thought they did a fairly decent job. I certainly took away some things that I didn't, I hadn't thought about mm-hmm. because I've grown oh, as a person. That's great. Uh-huh. But <laughs> the last thing I'm going to say is uh, there is 
a lot of flesh <laughs> in the movie and a lot of Ricky Lake bosoms. Which I guess is where I was really trying to go with the whole movie. I was like, when are we going to see Ricky Lake's birth? And she didn't disappoint. No, yeah, you get to see her give birth. And she it, goes, no way. When yeah, she gives birth I was like, and the baby comes she out, say? she goes, no way. Like, you were on drugs. You got other drugs. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Um, so everybody, you're welcome. Our most relevant parenting show to date. Uh, what what are we learning? We reviewed two kind of oldish movies (laughs) that have at least been out for a couple of years, (laughs) which everybody has probably already seen and has their own opinions about and have probably forgotten. Because this is a this is a show about movie reviews. Yeah, we really should have done Jaws. <laughs> it would have been much better. Justin, what are you doing? I'm uh, strapping a uh, chicken to my arm. Heard there's some uh, plague out west, so I just wanted to you know, kind of get out ahead of it. Justin, if you'd ever listened to our medical history podcast, Sawbones, where we talk about everything from trepanation to bloodletting, you would know that that is a ridiculous idea and it will never work. Sawbones? I haven't caught it. Sawbones? Yes, it's every Friday on the Maximum Fun Network, and we record it together doctor or something yes hey you know what it's time for this week's genius and fails this is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours you can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485 that's 206-350-9485 Teresa. yes <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it real. More real than the movies keep it. Great. Let's share some genius and fails. Genius? Yeah, what'd you you do? Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Uh, Anything? Stayed married for five years. Oh, yep. Stefan and I uh, celebrated our fifth anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Uh So we, uh, I mean, it was full of like, (laughs) no, we didn't have time to get any of the things done that we wanted to do for each other for Uh this. But we did get a babysitter. We went out to dinner. It was a damn good dinner. Nice. It was. Let's see. Simon has been having some trouble transitioning from, like, we're playing, we're playing, we're having a great time into, like, okay, it's time to clean up and take your bath and get ready for bed. Right. Um, And yesterday (laughs) we were playing, we were reading this this book called Trashy Town, which actually a Max Funster gave Simon as a gift and is... Such a great book. And so he was playing that he was like a trash collector. Aww. and But his stuff was everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it was everywhere. And he was kind of trying to figure out how he could play trash collector. And it was like really starting to be bath time. And right. I was just like, oh, my God, I don't want to deal with cleaning up all of this crap. Yeah. And especially like... I don't want to bend over and get it. I don't want to help him bend over and get it and make this happen. 
And like a ton of his stuff ended up in his crib, which is right next to his toy chest. And I was like, okay, bingo. You're going in your bed. Nice. And we're going to play like we're going to the dump. And you're going to take all your toys that are in the crib and you're just going to dump them into the toy chest just like you're... The trash nice. collector. He loved it. He did. He cleaned his entire bed perfectly. And then the best part is that the last page of the book, it's like, now there's only one more thing to clean up. Time for a bath to the trash collector. And I was like, no, it's only. And I was so excited. I was like, I'm a genius. I'm a genius. It's time for your bath. And he was totally into it. And That's so we went genius. and took his bath. That is good. Thanks. It's better than five years of marriage. <laughs> it is. I needed to go to Target today. And I decided instead of going on the way home from somewhere with my son, I was going to wait till 7 o'clock when my husband got home and when it was time for my son to go to bed. And I was going to go to Target by myself. And I did. And I browsed the aisle slowly. And it was awesome. And the backstory behind that, too, is that I am home this week with my 18-month-old son. It was really fun and really awesome and really exhausting. <laughs> so this trip to Target by myself really meant a lot to me. Cheers. <laughs> that's really cute. That is nice. I, like I that. think that's very genius. Yeah, I haven't done that in forever. It was. Uh, that's a good idea. Good idea, Mom. I really like that. Yes. Good job. Fail. 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 You suck. Oh, so I guess I'm going first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. While we celebrated magical five years of love, I think uh, I may leave Stefan uh, now. He's failing. This is, his, this is my husband's fail. We just bought a house. We're moving in next week. And he leaves tomorrow <laughs> to Ooh. be out of town for six days. Yikes. While I am 31 weeks pregnant. Dealing with the painters, the carpet people, the movers, like everything, and uh, and a four year old, mm-hmm. and pregnant, and like all the shit that goes on. So like basically, he's gonna like walk in the door Sunday, and, and like, the house get his is head ba- chopped off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I was just like, oh, this is really bad timing. Like yeah. I really. Anyway, so he he said he would totally take credit for the fail of the week. So I was just like. I fucking hate you. Yeah, that sucks. I really, really am disappointed. It sounded like a good idea like two months ago. Yeah, you're like, everything will be in place by then. Everything's going to be fine. And even (laughs) if it's not, I got it. I know how to do a list. I feel fine right now. Uh, Bad. Great week for anniversary. (laughs) Horrible week for marriage, long (laughs) short term. (laughs) I swear to God, I don't give Simon soda. Sure. But just coffee. But yesterday, kind of like, you know, Sunday afternoon treat, we got some, like, we got, I got a burger and he got a grilled cheese sandwich. And it was like a little date, you know? Yeah. And I did get a root beer and I did let him have some because it was really hot. And I was like, we were on our way home and I was like, I need to get your water at home. And I, I don't know. I just let him have some. Yeah. But. It was Barks root beer, which has caffeine in it, uh-huh. and it was immediately before the nap. Um, so how'd that work out? Oh, it took him an hour to go to sleep. Yeah, literally an hour. Like he was just in there playing in his crib for an hour before to sleep. But he did actually go to sleep, yeah, which is say, amazing. That's pretty nice. That's but pretty I felt good. really guilty when I realized that it was caffeinated. 
two years old, they start trying some stuff. Okay. Never mind, it wasn't a fail. Don't make it a habit, go-go juice. (laughs) That's pretty bad. (laughs) Trying to make you feel better. I had a difficult night last night with my seven-and-a-half-month-old. He woke up at, like, 3.20 and decided it was time to party for, like, an hour and a half. I ended up giving him his early morning bottle about an hour earlier than normal, which was like 4.30 instead of 5.30, and I finally got him down back to sleep at around a quarter to five, and he slept for like an hour, and then he woke up again, and I got him down again for maybe like half an hour, (laughs) so it was like this early morning, late night, up and down thing, and then he he got up at like a quarter to seven, and we were just like, okay, we're up for the day. And it was like 9 o'clock, and he was acting fussy. So I thought, well, maybe he's ready for a nap because he had such a crazy night of sleep. So I just tried putting him down, but he woke up like 10 minutes later, and I just brought him downstairs. And I looked at this app that I have on my phone that tracks his sleep and his diapers and his bottles, and I realized I didn't give him a morning bottle other than that very early morning one. So it's been like five hours since he last ate and that could possibly be why he is so fucky (laughs) forgetting to feed your baby i think that's what i actually titled the fail in my files fail forgot to feed your baby (laughs) which is i gotta tell you it's kind of amazing it's kind of amazing that we don't get more of those goals yeah given how like disruptive it can be when you're waking up yeah. like every hour. The sleep deprivation. The sleep you're so depri- focused on the sleep and when. Because Lord knows I can barely only, remember. Yeah. I remember like doing the whole <laughs> breastfeeding. Like when I was doing the breastfeeding thing, and people were always like, "Write down which side you're feeding on." Yeah. And I was like, "Because you're gonna forget." Yeah. And I was like, "Bullshit." Yeah. And then you do. Yeah. The sleep deprivation gets in, and I'm like. Where did he? What side yeah. was he just feeding on? And the same with the bottles. Like, did I just give the baby a bottle? You start like counting. It's really easy. So, good fail, mom. That's a really, it's a good really fail. good fail. And there's nothing worse than like it being like five hours later. You're like, why are you being such a jerk? Oh, you haven't eaten. You haven't eaten. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. Oh, hang in there, Mom. Hang yeah. in there. Um, speaking of hanging in there, why don't we just roll right into a rant? Yeah. I just can never get enough of Mom's venting. Let's do that. Let's do it. Hi, Viz. Hi, Teresa. I'm calling with a rant. Kind of about parenting, but more about pets and how (laughs) annoying strangers can be. Uh, My husband and I drove our kids to school this morning, and on the way, he got a text that his first appointment for the day was canceled, so he didn't have to be at work till 11. So after we dropped the kids off at school, we went for a walk on a river trail near our house with our dog. And while we were walking, we saw a couple of women um, pushing strollers with uh, young children in them and, and talking about 
the time they try to carve out for themselves during the day. And I thought <laughs> in my head of your show and how I should say something nice to them because, oh, yay, no. parents, and we should all support each other. And <laughs> wouldn't it be great if I told them they were doing a good job? Yay. And while I was thinking that, my dog took a giant dump <laughs> on the ground next to the trail. And the one of the women, who was like 10 feet in front of us, turns around and says, you're going to pick that up, aren't you? <gasps> and I hated her immediately. And it's so jarring because I had just been thinking of something nice I could say to her. And fellowship and camaraderie and he turns around and yells at me about picking up dog poop. I was going to pick up the dog poop. She didn't know and even if I wasn't, it's none of her business. So anyway, that's all. Thanks for the show. Bye. Valiant effort, yeah, to like be support. There's so many good things are happening. Like the husband doesn't have to go to work right yeah, away. They're you walking nice with the walk. dog on the riverbed. Just like you don't even have children anymore. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and then you're like, I, mean, I feel so good. I'm gonna share the joy with these other moms. Yeah, to come to job. and then they're like, yeah, yeah, dog, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, that is the really worst. Sucks. It really sucks. It really does. It was a very good little rant. I enjoyed that tremendously. Yeah. We'll see what happens today. We learned once again that moms are lame. Mm-hmm. Not as cool as dads. Certainly can't make the same mistakes that they make. Uh, any choice you make, probably the wrong choice. Yep. Once again, if you have to do anything remotely medical with your pregnancy, it'll probably bring you to the brink of death. Yep. <laughs> Ricky Lake enjoys a birth uh, tub. And, <laughs> and, yeah, and Teresa and Biz clearly needed a super easy show. <laughs> so, let's see. What's our takeaway, personally? Okay. Let's remember, it's just, it riles me up even more. Stop feeling like shit for being a mom. Yeah. It does. I mean, both of Actually, those movies. yeah, both of those movies. Both of those totally. movies made me feel a little like, what the fuck you? Like, I no longer, they no longer bother me in the sense of like, maybe I did something wrong. No. Like, now I'm no. totally outraged yeah. by like shit like that and like commercials and other TV shows. Like, anytime you depict a mom, like doing something and then being punished for it yeah. somehow, I'm just like, Fuck you. Yeah. I'm tired of it. If I want to drop my baby, <laughs> I accidentally drop my, if I'm not going to put the diaper on the baby, fine. Fine. Dads get to do it all the time. All right, don't drop your baby. Don't drop, that's not a takeaway. <laughs> At least away. not on purpose. It's not a takeaway from the show. <laughs> Tried to remember diapers. But, um, so, everybody, tell each other you're doing a good job. We all make mistakes. We're all trying our best. No matter what your fucking birth was or what your favorite movie is, let's all remember to preface that with, I personally mm-hmm. enjoy X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. but I love to hear about how what, what you might enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that sounds fun, too. <laughs> um, don't give people the stink eye. Clean up after your dog, I guess. <laughs> we know you were going to. We know you were going to. And hang in there. You're doing a good job, Teresa. Mm -hmm. You are doing a good job. Thank you. So are you. 
this I think I might be doing okay. You're doing great. I'm doing pretty good. I haven't killed anybody yet. <laughs> and we will talk to you guys. Another good lesson. Don't <laughs> try not to kill anybody yet. <laughs> uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listener. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, buzzing by, got down mama. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.